Hey guys, Stephen from Word on the Street here to give my testimony uh, in regards to uh, helping you guys understand what we're all about, what this podcast is all about, and um, pretty much everything that we have as like a faith basis in order for you guys to understand the views and the uh, ideas and concepts that we come across. Um, so, first things first, I appreciate you guys taking the time to actually listen to this episode and listen to uh, me share my testimony, and then uh, go ahead and check out Jake's testimony as well. It was uploaded at the same time, so you guys can go ahead and listen to that. And then also go ahead and check out our little introductory video. It is a minute long, uh, and it's basically us just talking about what we're here for, why we're here for it. Um, and what the goal is of this podcast. Uh, but anyways, my name is Stephen West. Uh, I am currently 20 years old, and uh, I grew up in the church. I have been a Christian for uh, quite some time, uh, pretty much all of my life. There's not been a moment in which I remember not knowing Jesus. Um, like, my family was religious, and they were pretty involved in uh, the church that I grew up in, uh, so there pretty much wasn't a moment that I can remember in which I didn't know who Jesus was. I consider this lucky for a couple reasons, but also uh, a little bit unlucky for many more reasons. I was lucky enough to have a family that was involved in the church, um, and that was in a good church at the time. Um, to where I got a pretty good, like, Sunday school experience. It wasn't just the typical, like, Jesus is the answer to everything kind of deal. I learned the stories, and I learned them pretty well. Uh, and I was a kid who was really excited to learn and get to know more about this Jesus guy and about God in general. Um, but later in life, I came to learn that knowing a lot of facts about someone does not mean you know them. And... One of the core aspects of Christianity is that we believe that uh, God wants to have personal relationships with us, and that does not come from knowing a lot of facts about a person. That comes from spending a lot of time with that person and getting to know them on a personal level instead of what is known about them. The analogy that I like to use now in regards to this is I can know a lot about U.S. presidents, but I've never met a single one of them. I don't know who they are as actual people. I know the facts about them in regards to things that they've done. That does not mean I have a relationship with any of those people. Uh, And I fell prey to that. And I know that this is kind of a similar theme to a lot of Sunday school uh, kids. A lot of people have talked about growing up in religion but never actually getting attached to this guy. And it's because of the aspect that learning a lot about one person does not mean that you will have that relationship with him. You gotta find that connection. Um, well, with that being said, um, my testimony technically takes place uh, in middle school. Uh, so I grew up uh, a pretty, a pretty wild kid. Honestly, I was, uh, I had undiagnosed ADHD at a very young age. I was a very wild and hyper kid, but that also meant that I was super energetic and usually super joyful. Um, so a lot of people knew me as that kind of like uplifting spirit and, uh, this, as the tone of my voice can state, this kind of changed a little bit. 
uh, in middle school, uh, I was going to a Christian school, uh, and I went to a Christian school till till high school. Um, and I started to become really depressed in middle school. I was dealing with a lot of um, problems with family, and I was struggling to understand why things were turning for the worst, because things seemed to be pretty good. Um, and uh, I was also being bullied by my best friend at the time. So I went to a Lutheran, a Lutheran school, and honestly, it was kind of the it was kind of not for me like it wasn't that i was struggling in faith or i was walking away from faith it was the whole concept in the build of the church that i wasn't really i wasn't really getting i wasn't really getting with it my background is non-denominational i do not um which is a denomination in and of itself and for people who are confused on what non-denom is uh, it basically is just a denomination of the church in which customs and uh, and things like that usually aren't acquainted to. Um, it's basically just like we take what the Bible says, and if the people in the Bible aren't doing like these customs, then that's not something that we really do. For example, like a lot of non-denominational churches don't take communion, but like that is kind of a thing. That is a thing that Jesus talks about in the Bible, so it's a little interesting. Um, but there are other customs and things that happen in churches that uh, of different denominations that just don't happen in um, a non-denominational church. I know that the Lutheran school slash church that. I went to in middle school um, was very heavy on the organ for services um, and, and doing like hymns and music like that with the organ um, whereas the churches that I grew up to it was kind of like Christian contemporary style music um, so like it's they all vary they all have their different things but the whole aspect of what makes something a denomination is the core belief of we believe that Jesus died on the cross and was uh, was uh, rose uh, and rose from the dead on the third day. Um, so that's pretty much like what's important. And as long as like customs and stuff don't you know affect the Bible or dis like attack the Bible in any way, then you're probably you're probably fine. <laughs> it's just the aspects of the church disagreeing on other things creates the denominations. And non-denominists were just like they just don't want to do any of that stuff. <laughs> so. Um, non-denom is a very wide range of, uh, of, um, religion. But, anyway, all that to be said, I was a non-denom kid experiencing all of this culture and stuff of a Lutheran church, and I wasn't having it. I was not for it. Uh, it was all weird and, like, weird to me, um, and I just didn't want to partake in it. Uh, the school itself was alright. I also felt like it was... Not the greatest, but anyways, back to what I was talking about. So, I was being bullied by my best friend for quite some time. Uh, I was very depressed throughout middle school, especially in sixth grade, uh, where this testimony takes place. And I was actually very suicidal in the middle of, uh, to the middle late um, part of my sixth grade year. Um, I was not... I just wasn't happy anymore. I couldn't find ways to be happy. 
Um, there was nothing that was intriguing to me anymore. Um, since I was five years old, I was a soccer player, and soccer was like my thing. It was my go-to. I loved soccer, and I was pretty good at it too. Um, and uh, I found myself not wanting to go to practices or trainings or anything um, at all. Uh, and when I was there, uh, I was kind of a little reluctant to give it my all just because I, I didn't feel any anything really. It was, it was just an, an absence of character pretty much. But also at the same time, uh, I was a pretty outgoing kid and I didn't want people to ask me questions. I didn't want people to see me like down or depressed or anything. Um, I was known as the uplifting guy, so what I would be doing all the time would constantly just be putting on a face, acting like everything was okay. Um, and the time I didn't feel like I could talk to any to anyone about anything, um, and that it didn't matter to anyone really that if if anything was going on to me, or at least that's how I felt at the time. Um, and. Time went by, and as as that year progressed, it got worse and worse. And I was I was getting to a point of just pure pure sadness, pure depression, um, and just couldn't get out of it. And there was a night in which I had crossed that line of I'm gonna do this. I'm taking my life, and. Uh, if anyone has experienced this, um, or experienced this feeling, depression and being depressed are different things, and they need to be treated as different things, because being depressed is, um, a feeling of intense sadness, but depression is like an overwhelming darkness that just kind of happens, um... And people can, and people all experience being depressed, but not every person suffers from depression. Um, and this is important to know um, because you know it kind of takes the weight away from the situation if you're just like, well, everyone has um, has gone through a phase of depression. That's not entirely true. Um, everyone's gone through phases of being depressed. So. Um, but yeah, but there's there's that moment if anyone listening has been suicidal before, um, in which once you cross that line, or like you know that line exists, once you actually take one footstep into the action of doing it, um, it's really hard to, to take the step back, um, not to like change the mood or. Um, or make it seem like I'm underplaying the mood, but it's kind of like that scene in Inside Out, uh, the the Pixar movie, um, where Riley, the main girl, um, in which the emotions inhabit, uh, she is now running away, and once uh, once the emotions without joy and sadness have um, accidentally made her choose to run away. They had no control over the board anymore. Like, they couldn't do any inputs because it's really hard to turn back from that. Um, but all that to be said, I had made that decision. Um, and about 
I don't know, I would say a few minutes before. It was a relatively close call. Um, a few minutes before I decided that I was going to take my life, and it was in the process of doing so. Um, I got, like, um, my, my phone started blowing up with messages from, from this random person. Uh, and this was not a person that I was friends with or talked to, like, regularly, ever. It was someone from my school that had my number for a project that we had to do. Um, and it was an outside of school thing. And so, uh, they had my number and they just started blowing up my phone randomly um, and this is not a person I would have hung out with, talked to about anything, especially anything important. I never disclosed anything to anyone, and I was pretty good at hiding how I was feeling and keeping my emotions in check as far as, like, not, um, exposing that I was, like, super depressed and everything. I was really good at hiding all of that. So this person could not have physically known what was going on, but they were blowing up my phone, being, asking me if I was okay, what's going on, kind of deal, um, and, and it took me a second, I pondered it, and I was, I was about to ignore it, but the underlying thought in the back of my mind was just like, wait, but why do you care? I don't, I don't talk to you, why do you care all of a sudden if I'm doing okay? And I kept thinking about it, and I, I wanted, I remember wanting to know why they messaged me um, before I did it. I still had all intentions in, in uh, taking my life, but I wanted to know why I was getting messages beforehand. Maybe to have like a peaceful thought or something like that, I don't know. Um, but I remember messaging them and just being like, Instead of being like, why do you care? I, I typed, no, I'm not okay. And I didn't explain in depth uh, of anything that was going on, but I basically was just like, I'm super depressed and I don't know what to do. Um, they started talking to me about some stuff and we, we, we ended up talking for like about an hour. And at the end of that, I, I kind of recuperated myself. And then I saw like what I was about to do again and I just like, collapse to the ground and that was a really heavy moment in which I, I realized like right away just like there's something else here for me like it, it's not my time yet and God has something for me and life right now might suck but I need to I need to keep my head up high um, and that was eight years ago and uh, I am happy to say that I am no longer suicidal. I haven't suffered from, uh, like, depression in a few years. Um, and I've been growing really strong in my faith since then. Uh, it was that moment in which I, uh, I learned that I needed to have a relationship with God and not just know stuff about Him. Um... But the, the one issue was that I never, I didn't tell anybody about anything that was happening in that moment either. Um, and I never said anything about it until, uh, what would it be, four years ago, I believe, when I was a junior in high school. 
I was still out of a Christian school. It was still a Lutheran high school, but it was way well, uh, way better organized than my middle school. There was a pastor of that school who was one of the one of the biggest influencers in my faith, um, and did a very good job of of teaching the Bible and the theology behind it. Um, while addressing the different concerns of other de denominations and things. He did a very good job, uh, and I'm sure Jake will talk about him in his, uh, in his testimony, because he was also a very big role in Jake's life, because Jake and I went to the same middle school and high school. Um, but yeah, uh, it was junior year when I uh, decided, hey, you know, um, I, I'm gonna tell this guy. I had been talking to uh, a close family friend, just going through uh, the Bible. Um, my um, my father was Catholic, and my uh, my mom likes some of the uh, stuff uh, with that. And to where we had, or she tried to introduce me to a quote unquote mentor, which is basically just like someone you meet up with, discuss the Bible, discuss discuss things that are going on in your life and just kind of just meet in fellowship with another person it's kind of just like quote unquote free therapy i guess is how i'm gonna try and describe it just someone that you meet up with on a regular basis to talk about what's going on in your life and and other things like that and so i was meeting with this guy uh, i've known him for a while he was really good friends with my older brother and my uh my oldest brother and my and my older sister um I've known them, I've known him for a very long time, uh, and, you know, uh, we were talking about a lot of different stuff beforehand, and we had been meeting for, like, a month, month and a half, and we had a lot in common, we were very, very similar people, uh, and so I was just like, yeah, I can talk to this guy about this, uh, I, I, I've been itching to tell people, or tell someone about this, just because I, I don't want to... I don't want to hide the fact that I was depressed for a long time and that people just kind of over, uh, and I don't want people to feel like they overlooked me either. I want people to know what was going on in my life and what was going on and where I am today because I feel like I have overcome something that's super great and I, and like, I feel like God has been with me and I want to talk to people about it. Um, and so... We sat down one day, and I remember messaging him and being like, I have something real important to tell you, but I gotta tell you in person, and you gotta brace yourself, because I've never told this to anybody. And he was there, and he was just like, I'm super excited to hear what you're talking about, man. Like, I I'm, I'm really glad that you trust me with something like this. And I tell him what happened, like, what was going on, and I repeat my testimony to him. Uh, and he was kind of flabbergasted a little bit. He was just kind of struck, because he's known me since I was, like, in in middle school preschool pretty much like he's known me for a long time and was just like wow that uh wow that hits pretty close to home and a bunch of this other stuff and he basically um told me just like the way that i told my testimony the way that i talked about it the 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 realizations that i've come to and and how aware i am of like the different things that were going on i i, I should i should talk about it i should do stuff and I looked at him and I was like well I've been back and forth contemplating for a very long time on if I should do a chapel message because at our at our school we had chapel messages uh, which are just basically mini church sermons at the school they were once a week um, at, at our school 
and I was and they uh, sometimes will allow students to do speaking um, and you got to go through the pastor and let him hear and read through all your stuff uh, to make sure that you know you're not saying anything blasphemous or anything like that um, but yeah he was just like dude you got to do that yeah you have you have to do that um, and so I did and it was probably one of the most uplifting things I've ever done is just talk about it and talk about why it's important because the things that I went through are something that I would not want anyone to ever have to go through again in their lives. Never once do I want someone to have to contemplate taking their own life if they can, if, if, if they're going through that. I, I don't want anyone to experience that. And so I wanted to talk about where I came from, what was happening, uh, my testimony, and the things that got me through it. Because I didn't just I didn't just have a moment with God at the end of that night and uh, and woke up the next morning and was totally fine. It, it took about... I, I was still depressed throughout... Um, throughout all of middle school, so 6th, 7th, and 8th grade for people who are um, not American. Um, middle school is 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, so um, the start of secondary school, I believe, is what that is for people outside of um, North America. Um, yeah, I was still depressed uh, through then, and when I started high school, that's, uh, that's when it started to dwindle down a little bit, and I don't think that I can say that I fully over... Well, I, you don't... I personally believe that you can't fully overcome depression uh, if you've had depression um, because of the fact that it's just like a dark kind of cloud that overtakes you. I think it's just those moments, uh, those those moments, those episodes of depression um, can be can be dwindled to where like they don't happen at, as nearly as often. Um, but yeah, I don't think that I can say that I like overcame quote-unquote depression until like my sophomore year of high school um so yeah but one of the things about all of my testimony is growing up even when I was 10 years old uh there is something that some churches some denominations do that not other denominations do uh called the spiritual gifts test and basically, in the Bible, I think it's one of Paul's letters, um, he talks about how the Holy Spirit blesses each and every one of us with spiritual gifts. Basically, what this is and what this means is that all of us have our own individual uniqueness, all our own individual talents. Um, and, and with these comes a specific task that we, uh, we alone can achieve, right? It's kind of the idea that, like, we all have that one reason why we're here, that one purpose, uh, and only we can fulfill that, right? Um, so, um, my churches would do spiritual gift tests, uh, and there's a lot of different, like, spiritual gifts that you can get. There's leadership, there's prayer, there's evangelism, which is preaching out into the world, there's teaching, there's, um, there's a whole bunch, right, that you can get. Um, but ever since I was 10 years old and quote-unquote qualified to take the test, it was just, like, when they started doing it for, uh, 
for for the kids at the at the churches. Um, since then, until this, and still to this day, um, the spiritual gift that I've had uh, appear in these personality-ish style tests. Right, they're they're designed specifically. Um, and there's a lot of theological research that goes into them too. It's not just a personality test or whatever. It is to some people, but um, usually it's not. Um, but without that being, but regardless, um, to this day, since I was 10 years old, the the two gifts that I've always um, experienced, right? The the two gifts that I've always come up with as a result, because you get three. Uh, at the end of your at the end of your test have been evangelism has been the highest one leadership has been the second and then the third one kind of interchanges a little bit flip-flops between a couple um and evangelism is the one that stri- that strikes me a lot because evangelists in the bible are like uh paul who travels all over all over europe and asia uh, talking to people about Jesus. You have uh, the martyrs for Christ, and you have all of these people just going out into the world and talking about Jesus. And I never, growing up, I was like, huh, yeah, no, never could be me, pretty much, kind of attitude. Not necessarily like never could be me, but just like, I don't know if I could accomplish that, right? I don't think that that's something I'm going to be able to do. Um,. I, I don't think that I can just go out into the world and just start talking to people about this stuff. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought about the goals and stuff that I have wanted to do for a while. Um, if you guys know who I am, uh, outside of just the podcast in general, if you know me in person, you know that I have my own YouTube channel, uh, that I will not plug because that is not the purpose of this. Uh, I have my own YouTube channel, and I have another podcast with, um, two of my closest friends, uh, in which we just tell stories and play games and whatnot. Uh, but if you know me, you know that I kind of have, like, a childhood dream of being, like, an internet representative-style thing, like a social media influencer, pretty much. Um, I've always wanted to, um... I've always wanted to do that. The connecting with the audience is something that really, really drives me. Uh, Talking with people online that I have no idea who they are, but they're supporting me. They're telling, they're, they're like talking to me about whatever. Um, All that stuff is super cool, and and it's super motivating. I could care less about making money off of it. I could care less about, um, like doing all of these things just to get views i i enjoy connecting with people who are enjoying what i'm doing um and it's a hard thing to like get out and every single person says that you need a little bit of luck but i've always had this driving force to do stuff like this um and i thought about it and i pondered it and I was just like, if God wants me to be an, an evangelist, then how about I bring evangelism into what I like to do? What if, because I had already had a podcast at the time with my friends, I was like, what if, what if I could evangelize through, through the word 
and still be here, still be at home, um, and, and bring the word of God to other people who are seeking it and are trying to hear it, um, but are being confused and conflicted by all of these other things. Because I, the one thing that I've heard from a lot of non, like, uh, like non-Christian uh, people and and even, like non-religious people is that when they hear stuff about the Bible, they hear different takes pretty much all the time, right? Uh, and that is so confusing to people who are trying to like get into the Bible and trying to learn Christianity. It's because like everyone's saying different stuff out when they're going out into the world and quote unquote telling people about Jesus. So I was just, I was talking to Jake and I was just like, what if we just did a podcast in which we just read the Bible? tell everyone what it says and what it means uh in the and the contents with culture and scripture and uh and, and all these things and tell what the correct interpretation of these specific things mean and then and then just just keep going from there and finish out the bible and just help people and he was all for it, and he was like, "Dude, I've been looking for something like this to do. Like, I've been, I've been really, I've been th- pondering doing something like this, right?" <laughs> so I think that, I, I think, and I hope that God is calling both of us to do something like this and to talk about this and to talk through the Bible, because this podcast not only is for you guys, but it's for you guys as much as it is for us. Um, we are not claiming to be theological experts. We are not claiming to be pastors or priests or anyone of religious authority. The great part about this podcast is that we are just like you guys. We are we are Christians, um, but that might not be who you are, but we are people. We are people in a world that is struggling, and this is... This is what we believe to be the answer to our problems in this world. And even if we're... And our goal isn't to convince any single one of you. Our goal is not to drag all non-believers into Christianity um, and drag all other religions in, uh, like away from their own religion. That's not our goal here. The, the Bible talks about... Um, um, well, Jesus talks about a parable, and it's a story in which has multiple meanings, right? He talks about the parable of the sower, in which a man sows seed, and he throws it um, in, and he throws seed out. One lands in uh, a path, one lands in rocks, one lands in thorns, and one, and some, well, some land in rocks, a path, um, thorns, and good soil. Um, and then all of the other seeds are taken, except for the seeds in in the good soil, because it's good soil, right? All the other seeds die except those ones. And Jesus goes on to explain that the the, the parable that is being used here is that God is the person sowing seeds, right? Like the the word, like the Bible is the seed, right? And God has given us the word, right? So he's tossed it out there, and we are the different soils. If we can be good soil and hear the word and accept it, then it'll grow in us, right? Um, and so, basically, the concept here is that, like, 
I am supposed to now, as a believer in Christ, take up that role, theoretically, and 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 plant these seeds, tell people about what's going on. It's not my job to turn you into a believer. I'm not supposed to try and convince you or tell you um, that uh, or tell you like what to believe. I'm supposed to tell you what the Bible says. And then, from there, let you make your own conclusion. Because the whole Bible is about free will. And it is not free will if I am constantly trying to change your belief system. (laughs) I am merely supposed to plant the seed and see what happens. And see what you do with it. Um, And so... I hopefully do believe that this is what God is calling the both of us to do. I feel like this is what God is calling me to do. Um, and I could be wrong. I could be right. Um, but I don't think that there's anything wrong in general with, um, with doing a podcast in this style, even if this isn't what God has for me or like, has called me to do. This is still something for the evangelical purpose. So. Um, but yeah. Anyways guys. Thank you so much for, for listening to my testimony. If you made it all the way out to, to this point. Uh, I know I can get kind of get off topic. Occasionally. And kind of ramble a little bit. So. <laughs> still that ADHD. So. Um, if you made it to this point. Um, thank you very much. Uh, for just you know taking the time to listen. Um. And guys, I really hope you enjoy the rest of this podcast and enjoy what Jake and I have to offer. Um, and we would love to connect with you guys as well. Um, there will be an email listed in this episode of my testimony and Jake's episode. And at the beginning of every every single episode up until uh, up until the end of this podcast, pretty much. Like there will be an email listed at the very beginning. If you guys have questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, anything you guys want to say at all to us, uh, you can go ahead and email us there, uh, and we will e- we will try our best to email you back. Or if we like your questions or anything, we are going to be doing Q and A uh, based episodes as well if we get enough questions and stuff. Um, and depending on the level and intensity of the questions, will depend on if we. Um, decide to, um, bring in some guests because we have had some, uh, uh, we do have some, some actual, like, theological experts that we can talk to in regards to some of, some of these theological questions. So we are really excited for that and we would love to connect with you guys more. Um, so go ahead, check out that email. If you're listening on YouTube, the comment section is there for you guys as well, but the email will also be listed in the description. Uh, Thank you guys again so much for tuning in for this episode of Word on the Street. And um, go check out Jake's testimony, the the intro, uh, the little intro episode, and then stay tuned for the very first episode where we start with Genesis chapter 1.